Hello, hello. Sorry for being away for a little bit. I know I've been slacking, but I'm back. What is up? What's happening, people? We're going to be talking a lot of UFC, a lot of MMA news, specifically specifically UFC-based, because there's upcoming events happening this month. And also, we got to talk about UFC 219. I know it happened last weekend, but we got to talk about it. We got to talk about it. It was fun. It was great to watch. And let's get it. Let's get into it. It is snowing like crazy here in Bridgeport, Connecticut. I know it's snowing a lot in New York City as well. It is Thursday, January 4th. So it's a big snowstorm over here. So this is when this uh, podcast will air. will go up on January 4th. So yeah, what is up, people? And let's just get started. We're going to talk about UFC 219, Cyborg vs. Home. Uh, there's a UFC fight night coming up between Jeremy Stevens and Choi, Dunn Choi. Hun Choi, um, hopefully I'm getting his name right, I don't mean to butcher it in any way, but hopefully I get that right. And there's a UFC 220 with the two uh, heavyweight bouts, so a heavyweight and light heavyweight bout. So the heavyweight bout, of course, is going to be Stipe Majocic versus Francis Ninganu. Gosh, two deadly, two deadly people with deadly knockout power. So we're going to see what happens. I'm excited for that. And we're definitely going to talk about, uh, you know, Daniel Cormier versus uh, Oldemeyer. I hope hopefully I'm saying his name right. I don't mean to butcher it. But I'm going to say Oldemeyer. Do this whole podcast. If I say it wrong, I'm sorry. No disrespect to that name. I know you're a great fighter. Just, you know, my English is not that good, I guess. But yeah, let's talk about UFC 219. Let's get into it. And you know what stole the show, though? What really stole the show for me was the women fighters. Because those, those two women fights were great. Was fun to watch and they really stole the show on the main card because i'm gonna stay with the i'm gonna stick with the main card over here so yeah and it was crazy it was crazy watching it it was it was just crazy seeing just that just the evolution of women fighters and just how they can just give and take and what i mean by that is, is just that i feel like people all, all had this notion that women fighters are not as good as men fighters and it's just like come on man look at this performance they put up look what holly Holm did she has heart look what chris cyborg did look what carla Esparza did man it's crazy it just it's just great seeing these women fighters rise and i know just women mma is just gonna keep on going up and just keep on going on the rise because come on man let's give them the shine but yeah that's why I just want to say that just to give a shout out to these women fighters. It's just amazing to watch. And it's not even like I'm shocked that they're doing it. I'm just finally happy to see that they're getting the spotlight at the show. It's just cool to see. So yeah, just get out the way. And let's just talk about the first woman fight, which was Carla Esparza versus Cynthia Calvillo. And it was funny because Cynthia Calvillo, after the fight, was really mad that she she did not win the decision. You could tell she was mad. She even said it like, nah, I won that shit. I won this. I won that. And it, was, it was funny to me because she had that passion in her and she just was just, she was just like, get the fuck out of here. There's no way I lost that. But honestly speaking, though, from a viewer's eyes, from me watching it, maybe she has to watch it again. I just feel like Carla Esparza did a little more, just did a little more, and to edge the scorecards. Honestly, she took her down. She she was actually hitting her more with that with that right hand, or left right or left hand, but she kept on actually hitting 
cover you with that throughout the whole match. And her leg kicks. The the Carla Sparza was using great leg kicks and was using her distance well. You could tell that that Cavillo was kinda um, was kinda confused. The game plan wasn't going her way. You could tell she was frustrated. Cause she should use that jab a little more, but I don't know why she didn't use that jab. You can even hear her corner say, use that jab, use it, use it. But she I don't think she could find the range. And just Carla movement was just throwing it off a little bit. Cavillo definitely kept on, did hit her with a jab a lot, you could see it. And she was doing the thing, but at the end of the day, I just felt like the grappling and just the, the movement of Carla Esparza edged it out more for uh, for her to get that decision win. And yeah, it was a good fight though, back and forth fight. They were both doing their thing, both hitting each other, both trying to get that win. But I felt you could just see that the veteran of Carla Esparza showed in that match and she just out decision to basically outpointed her did her thing to win that match and yeah it was a great fight uh, i feel like they both have a bright future of course i feel i feel like after, i feel like when carlos sparsha lost to joe and yeah what i was gonna say is that i feel like after carlos sparsha lost to joanna it was pretty one-sided because joanna's boxing just dictated that whole fight and joanna did her thing man like it was crazy to watch it was just great to watch joanna just shine and use her boxing so well against uh, Carla, but I felt like that fight really uh, gave bad light to Carla as if she's not a good fighter, as if she's not that good. Yeah, she lost to Joanna, but she's great and she's definitely improved. Uh, she's winning now and she's definitely implemented something that I've seen in the game and that's the leg kicks. Joe Rogan said it well that she implemented this leg kicks that he never seen in the game before and it's working for her. It worked in this match. I think she has to continue using those leg kicks, get more leg kicks, get more techniques because it really helped her game out and I feel like her striking is going to improve even more too and yeah, it was great to watch. It was great to watch her um, improve her striking and Cavalier is young in the game and she's definitely going to, this is a great learning experience for her and uh, she just got a decision, doesn't mean this is the end for her in this division, like she can't, she's not going to be able to win any more fights, this is just the beginning for her and she has, she, she's been winning the whole time and now she has a loss so I guess she's just going to regroup, do her thing and see what else she needs to implement in her game and just how to be more crafty I guess and how to, how to, how to win a fight when it doesn't go your way, I guess, right? So yeah, uh, that's all I have to say about that fight. Uh, we're going to see what's next for these two women, I don't know. But yeah, we're going to talk about the Conde fight and Neil Magny fight. Uh, really, uh, I'm not going to lie, I, I was I, I expected more from... Um, I expected more from Carlos Conde, but it looked like, I don't know if it was ring rust or if it was just he hasn't been... I don't know if it was ring rust or it was just... The, the movement of Neil Magny, the takedowns and the clinch work that just pretty much decided the whole fight of Neil Magny. Neil Magny pretty much just had more arsenal to his game and just pretty much used the takedown, used the clinch work and used his reach and his movement to his advantage. Carlos Condor had spurts and moments where he would use his elbows, come in and, you know, use his leg kicks and do his thing. But at the end of the day, Neil Magny just pretty much dictated the fight, got it where he wanted to. And the weakness was uh, Carlos Condor in wrestling. And yeah, that was pretty much the whole um, the whole decision of the fight. Uh, Carlos Condor didn't really do much. He has, like I said, he has spurts. He had moments where he'll connect and he'll land these great combinations. But at the end, Neil Magny just did more, was landing more, and was just more effective. 
and you and you could tell because Carlos Condit was bleeding in the nose. So yeah. But other than that, that was the fight. Uh, Neil Magny did spectacular. Showed that he's a veteran. Showed that he's improving and shows that he's one of the best, the best uh, welterweights there is there. So we'll see what's next for Neil Magny. I feel like uh, I don't know what's next. I'm not gonna decide. I'm not gonna say anything. But Neil Magny is definitely gonna is back on the top. He's definitely back on the rise. And yeah, and Carlos Condit. We'll see. We'll, you'll see what we'll see if this was just his last fight. Or if he's gonna continue fighting, I'm not sure. I know he came back from retirement, but doesn't mean that he's not gonna retire again. I don't know. I don't think he should retire. Maybe we'll just ring rust and he just needs a couple more fights to go back in that Carlos Condon that we know. But yeah, uh, that was just a fight. That was pretty much it. Uh, Carlos Condon, I feel like he, he should have done more. He should have done more combinations. Should, should just should have just been more, I guess. For, it's hard. For, it's, it's easier for me to say, but more reckless, I guess. Uh, but yeah, who knows what's, who knows who knows why? But we're gonna see what happens next, and that's pretty much the whole fight. Uh, we'll see what's next for them, and let's talk about uh, the Khabib and Edson Barboza fight. Wow, 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 wow! That's all I can say is wow. That fight, all I gotta say is pure dominance. Definition of that fight was pure dominance when it comes to grappling. Edson Barbosa just got dominated. There's no easier way to say it. He just got dominated. Didn't get his stand up. He wasn't able to get his stand up right off of the bat of the fight. He got taken down right away. His, he barely utilized his stand up because he was on the ground the whole fight. And Khabib just was using his great grappling, was just kept on hitting him and hitting him, hitting him using elbows, just ground and pounding him, just using that grappling work to his, to his advantage. And it was just pure dominance. I did miss glimpses too though, because I did go to the bathroom, but when I was watching it, Edson Barbosa was on the ground, just getting ground and pounded, getting his face hit all the time. And this was the point in time where the And, and yeah, it was just crazy. There was a point in the fight where, like I said, uh, like I was going to say, uh, where Edson Barboza was in the back of the, his back was on the cage. He was sort of upright, sitting down sort of, but uh, like lopsided, he was he was sitting down. And Khabib was just hitting him. He just kept on hitting him with the left or right hand. I'm not, I'm not too sure. I don't remember. And the ref was just looking at him and Edson Barboza was just there, like just sitting, getting smashed and just taking it. And that just shows the heart that he has and the will that he has to never give up. I don't think they should have threw the towel in. I don't think they should have uh, called the fight. And good thing they didn't do that because it just, he had heart, man. He wanted to stay in there. He was trying his best. He was trying to win. It just that the grappling, just the strength, just the skill that Khabib brings was just on another level. And if he could do that to a fighter that has great ground game, great striking as well, and some good grappling, then I don't know what he could do to Connor or Tony. It's interesting to watch. It's interesting to see. I'm happy that this lightweight division is just so packed and full of just monsters full of monsters we got nate we got khabib we got tony ferguson we got kevin lee we had edson it's just full of monsters so we're gonna see what's next we're definitely gonna see what's next and it's just crazy it's just crazy yeah but good thing to khabib he showed dominance and we'll see we we see what he wants next he does want a title fight of course he called for that uh, but he didn't call it no names it's, it's sort of like he's He's just waiting on them to come to him. He's not gonna beg for these fights. He's just here to win. And he's just telling y'all he's 25-0 basically, that he should be champion. So we're gonna see what's happening next. Uh, 
I can't wait to see it. Either Connor or Tony. I can't wait for any of them. Any of that match right there. Any of those matchups is great to watch. Uh, Edson Barboza is one of the best. He's still going to be the best. I'm pretty sure he'll recoup and regroup and win the next fight. It's just that he just faced Khabib, man. He was a monster. But yeah, that was a great. That was a great fight to watch. It was a great fight to watch when it comes to grappling. I know there was no, there's not much stand up in that match, but there was some. Uh, I'm not gonna tell you that Khabib has some great stand up. We we saw glimpses glimpses of it, and I'm I'm not too sure if he if if he could stand toe to toe with Tony or Conor. Uh, I'm not it's not that I'm not too sure. I know that if it will just stay up, I think he'll get I think he'll lose. So he definitely needs to take this. These matchups, if it's Tony or Connor, he definitely needs to take it to the ground and utilize that groundwork, and I'm pretty sure that's what he's gonna do. Or he can shock the world and show that he's nice at striking, right? But yeah, that's that was that match. And let's get to the main event, which was Chris Cyborg and Holly Holm. It went to five rounds, which was great. I really thought honestly that um that uh Chris Cyborg was gonna knock Holly Holm out, but boy was I wrong. Holly Holm has heart, has a chin took some shots and showed that she could take shots and give some back but at the end of the day uh it just uh holly's own holly home's face showed more damage to the strike yeah chris cyborg did get her nose uh bloodied up a little bit because in the beginning of the rounds uh holly home was using that right hand great like right or left hand she was using it great like the one she used on ronda where she'll step in and just use her right hand and just quickly put it in and the one that stunned Ronda as well, she kept on using that on Cyborg and was landing it, was landing it. And and that's what bloodied up uh, Chris Cyborg's nose, but she didn't land it enough. She did land it, but not enough. Chris Cyborg was just utilizing her, her left hooks, her jabs, just very well. And her movement was good. She didn't show that she was frustrated. She kept composed. She kept calm and just showed that. Something great where every time she came in, she would clinch right away with um, Chris Cyborg, which was interesting. And it seemed to work in the beginning of the rounds where she will clinch and stop Cyborg and give her time to breathe and just smother Cyborg and just try to make her more tired. Just try to get off her game a little bit when it comes to stand-up. But then it didn't really work because Chris Cyborg was landing when she wanted, was doing her thing, landing leg kicks, landing good body shots as well and throughout the match. So it was just great to watch. It, it, it was uh, not so dominating from Chris Cyborg, but it was dominant because she did dictate the fight most of the time and she did just use, she pretty much outstruck Holly Holm. And yeah, Holly Holm tried her best. She was trying to use her leg. She was missing a lot with the with the with the up leg kicks to the head. Like with the head kicks to the leg, she was missing a lot. It looked slow. Uh, Chris Cyborg definitely was timing it and read it right away after a few of them. So yeah, uh, Holly Holm's best uh, best uh, arsenal to to the game that night was definitely was definitely her jabs and her right hands. But at the end of the day, uh, it just wasn't enough. Uh, Holly Holm did 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 her best, and I appreciated that. And just Chris Cyborg just shows that. And yeah, we're gonna see what's next for Chris Cyborg. Uh, I definitely do want to see that Amanda Amanda Nunes fight. That's a super fight right there. I'll definitely like to watch that fight. Two heavy-handed killers. And, I'll, and it'll be so clinical. I think it'll be some great striking, some great grappling. And I just want to see who can land the most shots. I think it's going to be a war between them because they both got chins and they both can give it. They can give it with their power because they both have great power. You see what they've done to their opponents. Just watch their fights. Watch Amanda Nunes. Watch Chris Cyborg and the way they demolish their opponents. But yeah. 
we're gonna see what's next for that, but I'd like to see that man Nunes fight. I think Megan Anderson, they're talking about Megan Anderson as well. Chris Cyborg, uh, Holly Holm, I'm not sure what's next for her. I don't, I'm not gonna delve into that specifically. I'll let her rest, let her do her thing, but I'm not too sure who's what's next for Holly Holm. Uh, it would have been amazing to watch her win this uh, belt, but she came up short. That's the name of the game. You win some, you lose some. So we'll see what's next for Holly Holm. I'm not going to talk about her legacy tarnished. I don't know, man. Uh, she has so much. She has so much to learn, so much to improve. I feel like she has. She can just be a better Holly Holm. And we haven't seen the best yet. So I don't even want to talk about that nonsense. We're going to see. I don't, her legacy is not over yet. So I'm not going to talk about her legacy. I don't think. I, don't, I think she has so many fights ahead of her. And we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens uh, for Holly Holm. I feel like this has more drive for her now to to be better, to be the best, and to win. Because I think she just wants that belt wrapped around her waist again. So we're gonna see what's next for her. But yeah, that's the end of UFC 219. Great card. Uh, I loved it. It was enjoyable to watch. Thank you for those great fights, uh, you you damn fighters. Thank you for that. Thank you for entertaining us. But yeah, we're gonna talk about UFC Fight Night, uh, which is gonna be in St. Louis, and that is between Jeremy Stevens and Dunn. I'm gonna just say Dunn. I'm gonna just say Choi. And yeah, I can't wait for that main uh, main card event. It's gonna be great. Uh, they both have knockout power from what we saw of Choi when he stunned Cub Swanson, and he just has a chin, man. He has a chin. It was one of the fights of the year, man, between Cub Swanson and, and Choi. They both gave it their all. Both got hurt. Both were hitting each other. Both were fucked up in the face, in the body, everything. It was just what you want to see when it comes to fighting. And you know Jeremy Stevens. He has knockout power. He's about the war. He's about the battles. We know he's a veteran savvy. So I know what he brings to the table. And I know this fight could potentially be one, another fight of the year. If if it brings everything that I'm saying to the table. And I know it will. So I can't wait for these great fighters to do their thing. I know they're going to bring a great battle. So that's what I think about that fight. I think everyone should watch it. A lot of UFC fans should watch it. Because this card is going to be great. Uh, also, we got Michael Johnson in this card. I didn't even see that, but we have it in this card. He's like he's one of those top contending lightweights that's always there in the top ten. Always there. He's always roaming around there. He has lost some good. He has lost some fights that he should have won. What I mean that he should have won is that he should he should have beat those opponents. Not like something got taken away from him that he lost because of a bogus decision. It's that man. He could be like top three lightweights if he won those fights. That's what I mean. But he lost. He loses some. Big fights that he needs to win is basically what I'm saying. But yeah, we got this uh, UFC Fight Night card. I know, uh, like I said, uh, we also got Uriah Hall and Vitor Belfort. That's going to be a net full of power, heavy-handed of fighters and just skillful fighters as well. Honestly, though, I think I do see... I see Uriah Hall winning this match, if I'm being honest with you. Oh, my predictions... Uh, I'm gonna make predictions. Effort, you know, anything can happen in the UFC, but I'm gonna make my predictions. I think uh, I'm gonna see Jeremy Stevens uh, be Duhu Choi, and then I think I'm gonna see Uriah Hall be Belfort. And those are my decisions right there. And then we got Van Zang Clark, great fight as well, great woman fight as well. Uh, I think I do see Paige Van Zang winning this uh, fight by decision. And then we got Usman and Meek, and I'm gonna give this. Uh, this uh to Usman uh yeah and then the prelims it is Elkins and Johnson I I definitely see Michael Johnson winning this fight uh by by knockout TKO actually TKO we got Alves and Cummings uh I think I see Alves winning this match by decision or uh actually I, I see him winning by uh by tap out 
but he taps his opponent out. But yeah, those are my decisions for that fight. And it's cool. I can't wait for those fights. This UFC fight night is, is freaking going to be crazy. Uh, it's on January 14th. So watch it. Watch it. You got to watch that card. UFC fight night. Baby, watch it. Those are my predictions for that fight. going to be a good card. And yeah, that's for UFC fight night. It's on Sunday, January 14th. Go watch that, baby. Go watch that. But yeah. It's the FS1 main card as well. FS1, baby. But yeah, uh, now we're going to talk about UFC 220 real quick. Before I end this segment, this is the last segment of the podcast. But yeah, UFC 220. Uh, Francis Nganu and Stephen Melchick. Wow. Wow. It's crazy. I don't know who's going to win this fight. Uh, this is really something I don't know who's going to win. Because I don't know. It looks like people are doubting my guy Stipe. But Stipe got some knockout power. And he's finished Alistair as well. He's finished most of his opponents. And he has a chin, man. He knows how to take damage and recuperate. I haven't seen Francis Ngannou do this yet. I haven't seen him get stunned, get her in a bad position yet. So I don't know how he's going to react. I don't know how Francis Ngannou is going to react to that. And that's just something that's a fact. I haven't seen Ngannou in the, the worst positions. So bloodied up. So beat up. Because he's been pure dominant. And he can continue being pure dominant as well in this fight. He could knock out Stipe. But... Uh, I'm not gonna guess in this. I'm not gonna give my prediction in this fight. Actually, I'm not gonna say nothing. It just, I just know that it's gonna be a battle. It's gonna be a war. Definitely think it might be going. I think it might be one of the fights of the years. If they both could take the shots, you know what? No, this fight is ending in a knockout, one way or another. TKO or knockout, and that's what I see. I just know that this fight is ending in a knockout or TKO. That's it. That's it. Two heavy-handed hitters. That can give and take. That can give. I don't know take yet. I don't know about Francis Ngannou. I haven't seen him hurt yet. So I cannot say if he could take it. I'm not saying that he can't. I just haven't seen him in that predicament. That situation. So yeah. We're going to see if he's going to be put in that situation. We'll see if Steve can rise to the occasion. As a champion that he is. And do his thing. But yeah. It's, so, it's going to be a fucking great card. UFC 220. And then we also got another bout. Light heavyweight bout between freaking daniel cormier and odemeyer hopefully that's how you say his name but whew, i don't know they both have they're both heavy-handed hitters as well but i think more so odemeyer i think he's more of a head doesn't mean that daniel can't take it because have we seen this daniel doesn't get stopped like that he's got stunned he's gotten hurt yeah we know john jones has stopped him but other than that who stopped him like that you know what i mean daniel has been pure dominant beating everyone in the division he just has lost to John Jones. I know that. But other than that, he's beaten everybody in that division. Wiped it out. Just his kryptonite is John Jones, but whatever. Right now, we're talking about the champion, Daniel Cormier. And John Jones might be coming back, too. It's crazy. John Jones might be coming back. Who knows about this PD situation? What's in the works? You know, I'm hearing he might come back now. And it might not be too long before he comes back. So we'll see what happens. It's so crazy in this division what's about to happen. But yeah, Daniel Cormier, I do see him edging out Odemeyer by um just by decision or by uh by rear naked choke or something like that. Those are my two options. I'm not sure if Daniel would knock him out. I'm not sure yet. Ah, I don't think so. I think he'll just edge him out with the with just grinding and just going on him and just ground and pounding him, just outwilling him, making him quit and just tapping him out basically. Just like he did to Rumble, basically. Just the same way he did to Rumble. I think that's what he's gonna do to Odemeyer. And yeah. That's my take. I give you a prediction for that one.
I think Daniel Cormier is going to win because I'm very confident in him. And yeah, but let's not doubt Odemeyer. Odemeyer. Well, how do you say his name? I'm sorry if I'm butchering it, but let's not doubt him. He has knockout power and he's been doing his thing and he's been doing his thing in the ring as well. He's been killing it too in the cage, actually, in the cage. So I'm not doubting him, but I just seen more of him, Daniel, and he's a champion and I give it to him. So yeah, that's my prediction. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Thank you for tuning in. There's more to talk about tomorrow the next day i don't know when i'm uploading my next podcast but this is the podcast today just quick recaps quick discussions about these ufc events coming up and just ufc 219 thank you for listening i'm out i'm out see you